2: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
3: Coming up on Total Access, The Locker Room.
4: Pass Rush is a lifestyle. You have to live it. It cannot be something you turn off and on. People need to stop thinking that Aaron Donald is just a freakish athlete. Mm. Aaron Donald has a book, thick book, of all the offensive linemen he goes against. You lie how you noticed? mine was getting to Tom Brady when you get a chance to get to a guy like him which I was blessed enough to do you like man that wasn't easy but
3: yeah, I, did it. Yeah. I did it welcome to NFL total access the locker room I'm Michael Robinson joined by former head coach Brian Billett. coach what's up hey we're going to the trenches today. Going in the trenches, we're going to let you guys in on what players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. Today, we have Gerald McCoy, a great pass rusher out of Oklahoma. He's a current free agent, but this week's episode, he's going to let us know another great locker room story from when he was a young buck and definitely coach how to rush passes and how to rush the movement quarterbacks of today's age.
5: Yeah, and we're going to hear about the quarterbacks that he really liked sacking, just because it was so hard to get there. Let's go, baby! Let's go! Brady dropping under pressure, peel sack sack, Gerald McCoy, the great Gerald Dd93, going to be rocked from the side and dropped at Gerald McCoy. We'll get credit with that sack. Lewis is going to lose yardage. Gerald
4: McCoy putting the finishing touch.
5: Winston under duress, and he is sacked at the thirty. Third sack, McCoy's been a part of against his former team. How
3: nice is it to have Gerald McCoy back in the football game? And we're bringing in one of my favorite players, uh, defensive tackles of all time. And I'm not just saying this because he's on the podcast. Gerald McCoy, oh, what is it, almost 60 sacks throughout your career? Brother, welcome to the podcast. How you doing today, big dog? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. <laughs> Body's feeling good. It's a
4: little sore because I'm in rehab season, but I'm doing great, man. I'm in great spirits. Family's
3: great. Everybody's healthy. I'm doing wonderful. Excellent. Excellent, man. Well, this this week's show, we're talking about rushing the passer from the defensive mm-hmm. tackle position, which Coach and I know you got a lot of experience doing. First of all, I'm just going to ask you flat out. How do you as a defensive tackle with You know, oftentimes two and three guys blocking you. How do you ever get to the quarterback big dog?
4: Well, you got to have a plan. First Uh things first, you got to have a plan, man. A lot of people think it's just naturally God-given. I'm I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to talk about how I do it. (laughs) People need to stop thinking that Aaron Donald is just a freakish athlete. Mm. Aaron Donald has a book, thick book of all the offensive linemen he goes against. You lie. How, you know this? You know this? Yeah, yeah. Really? He has a book of all the offensive linemen he goes against, and he keeps a log of them. Wow. So he knows what they're doing, how to beat them. This is who I'm going against. He gets info on them, and this is, this is what he does. So people think that rushing the quarterback is just, he's God-given. No, 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 no. This man is the ultimate pro.
3: Hold up, hold up. Talk, hold up, hold up, bro. I got to stop you. I'm my bad, Coach, and I don't mean to interrupt Gerald while he's in the middle of giving us the secret sauce. But uh, you only about six inches from the other guy, big dog. You don't know the other play, mm-hmm. okay? So you can have a book on this guard, but if this – I mean, boom. The play – I mean, he's already into you. How do you – I mean, you don't know what's going on in the backfield? Here, here's the thing about that is –
4: there's different sets. You gotta okay. know what kind of set you're getting and how the game is going now. The how the game used to be a lot of old linemen used to set you at the line. See how I was how I learned how to pass rush, Warren Sapp taught me how to pass rush. Uh-huh. And I had two great coaches, Keith Millard and Joe Cullen, taught me how to pass rush. A lot of the things they showed me were film on the the older guys and What the offensive line used to do a lot is set you at the line, try and get Mm their hands on you now. So a lot of guys, a lot of moves you made was at the line. And I was taught about the square principle. And the square principle really is an offensive guard, they don't like to move as much as people think. (laughs) They don't like to move. So you got to get them out of that square. You can get them out of that square with your alignment. With an inside move or with power. You just gotta get them out of their square. Okay, well now the game is evolving. That's why we're seeing more Lamar Jackson and more Kyler Merrick, the Murray's. Now offensive linemen are starting to get a lot more athletic. You see, you see less jump sets and a lot of guys are starting to back up now because you have people who came in the league like me, like an Aaron Donald, like a Fletcher Cox, like a Geno Atkins, people like this who can get on your edge and beat you from the inside. So instead of giving guys hands, now they're backing up. And offensive linemen are taught here's what offensive linemen are taught. And a lot of people don't, it's not going to make sense to a lot of people, but it is. Offensive linemen are not taught to win the rep, they're taught to lose slowly. <laughs> what? I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Lose slowly. <laughs> so, defense alignment, we're taught to win. You got to win Quick. the rep. You might win it later in the down. You might win it early, but you gotta keep rushing. You gotta be relentless. Offensive of to talk, if you're gonna lose, lose slowly. So you can get bull rush, but let the bull rush last a little bit. All this guy, if you got the right guy, all you need is two seconds. So lose slowly. But us as D Lyman, you gotta come in as a D tackle for sure, you gotta come in with a plan. You have to understand that your position is vital to having a very good pass rushing team. See, I was raised as the under-tackle. That term is not used anymore. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand that. It started way back with Johnny Randall. And then Mm -hmm. when Sapp came in the league, he revolutionized it. He changed really how how it's really played and a different style of doing it with the Tampa 2. And you had to have a great under-tackle. If you got a guy... That's a great under tackle. He can make everybody else on the D-line a lot better. Look at how Aaron Donald makes everybody around him better. That's why you see a uh, Leonard Floyd come into this Mm -hmm. season with coaches like up and down on him. Chicago wasn't feeling it. And then he comes in this year, he gets 10 sacks. Because when your under tackle is going, your three technique is going, it makes everything else around everybody easier. You got to get pressure up the middle. I don't care how great a quarterback is. They don't want to see people in their face in the middle. They're okay with the edges winning because Mm -hmm. they're going to step up in the pocket. They're going to step, slide in the pocket. But when you push in the middle, right in their face, that's where they struggle. The Drew Brees the Tom Brady's. What has everybody been saying about Tom Brady this year? In order to beat Tom Brady, you got to get up the middle. So the rush from a D tackle is very vital, but you cannot do it without a plan. You got to know, am I going to get the slide? Where are my one-on-ones coming from? Uh. Who's the weak link on the offensive line? And when he is the weak link, how does he like to set you? Does he like to jump set you? Does he like to back up? Um, is he strong with his hands? Does he have bad feet? Did he hurt his elbow last week? Is his <laughs> shoulder bothered him? How about his foot? These are the things I look at. I study people's families. What? I this. Yeah, I, research- I ain't get out of here, bro. I'm serious. I research guys where they came from, where they went to college. Does he have an injury? Is his right hand? If his right hand is hurting him, you know he's not going to shoot that right hand. If his left hand is hurting him, you know he's not going to shoot that left hand. If he does, you know this is hurting him. So if I put pressure on it, Um. he's probably going to let go with that hand before he lets go with this hand. That's why a guy like Aaron Donald has a book on guys. Okay. He does this. He does that. He's been this. He's been that. Pass rush. Families,
5: though? It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Because, listen. Well, you got to know if they're, he's fighting <laughs> with his wife or something yeah. like that. You can, you can <laughs> sue something to tick him off, right? Well,
4: as, a, as If you research a guy's family, right?
5: Now, you research a guy, and he
4: has a wife and three children. His motivation is going to be different than this guy that ain't got no kids. <laughs> that's true. But how it, that's going to stop you at the line of scrimmage, though,
3: bro? How that's going to help a defensive tackle?
4: Because I know what I'm in for. I know what type of day I'm in
3: for. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you in for
4: if you come into a game with a young guy with no family and stuff, he might be, you can mess with his mind. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't worth it. Yeah. Once one guy, once one, you know, I'm a I'm a nice guy. And a lot of people don't understand, man. I use that to my advantage. So on mm-hmm. the field, it's a they call it the battlefield. Well, I'll come in and in between a play or a timeout, I ask, man, how your family doing? You good? Every day, man, listen. Coach, I-, I ain't talking to him on the field. No, listen, I don't want no parts And of now it. guys are like, man, this is a nice dude, man. I can't really try and kill him. Well, you better. You better. Because I'm, I'm telling you, this stuff matters, man. And SAP taught me when I was a rookie, pass rush is a lifestyle. You have to live it. It cannot be something you turn off and on. So if my two-year-old is running at me too fast, I might flip my hips on him. I might have to do it. <laughs> I do it. It's just, I you do it all, his coach. all doorways, all doorways, I flip my hips on them. I'm always working my feet. And my wife, like, you go again. I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> I live it. And then when I'm done with the game, then I turn it off. But right now, you can't turn it off.
5: As, as long as you're not like saying things about his mother and stuff like yeah, that. No, right? not, I, don't, okay. I, don't, okay. I
4: don't trash talk at all. Uh, okay, I know.
5: Yeah, you don't <laughs> swear either. That's that. That, that amazes all, me. That's and awesome. that's what,
4: that throws guys off. Like, you see guys getting these scuffles. On Sunday, and they get in these arguments, and I'm like, "Hey, hey!" So nobody went to church today. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, "What?" No you one know, had chapel know? last <laughs> night. <laughs> it throws them off, and then I'm like, "Hey, see? You weren't as bad as you thought." <laughs> I'm telling but, you, like, yeah. I,
5: mean, I just messed with guys' heads, man. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it to me because I couldn't get a sentence out without swearing. And you, yeah. you pull the church thing on me. That would, that would stop me right and there. you know so. what's
4: crazy is I was taught that by an offensive lineman. Carl Nix was a great offensive lineman for the Saints. So yeah, for the Saints. The yeah. My rookie year, he grabbed me. This is a, This is a massive human. He grabbed me Huge. and said, hey, listen, you, we don't need to be doing all this, man. We don't need to get hurt out here. We don't need to be doing too much, man. Come, come, man, chill out, man. I was looking like, dog, you a vicious human being? What are you talking about? <laughs> and it messed my head up the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I was going hard, but I was like, nah, man. I wait a minute. Yeah, he's a nice guy, though. Yeah, and, and I said, you know what? I got it. I understand yeah. now. So I.
5: Started to use, I'm telling you, it, 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 oh, it works. Because after that, he took you out. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. yes, he did. Well, I'm interested, you know, because you're right, the game has changed a little bit. Where it's always used to be, you know, about the outside edge rusher. So you chip, you put the tight end, you always do that. Well, it's changed now. You were exactly right. The Vogue thing is getting that pressure in the inside. Talk about, I'm interested in the mindset when you know a team, has decided with this protection scheme, we're not going to let Gerald McCoy beat us. Mm-hmm. So you're getting doubled every play. Now, that's tough duty when yeah, you know, okay, I ain't going to get much today, but I got to gobble this up to so the outside. Talk about that mindset playing defensive tackle when you know, okay, it's one of those days where I just got to do the dirty work.
4: Yeah, well, you play off of it and you use it to mm-hmm. your advantage. So that's where you could, these pass rush games come in. There's ways to find your one-on-ones. You can switch late. You can set, let them set the protection and get up and switch. Mm -hmm. You can uh, overload to one side to where you can isolate guys. You can do what the Rams do. They just put, they say, Aaron Donald, he's six foot, 275, run a 4'6. Let's just put him on the end. Let's load everybody that way, put him over there and isolate that guy. There's different ways to do it. But if you know you're getting the double, now you're getting to these games where you can start grabbing guys. You can start running your text games, your exit games, and you just use it to your advantage. Hey, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to line up, head over the center. I'm going to push him. I'm going to make that guard come down. Y'all have to win. Win. You go to the more dominant side. Okay, go to the side where you know this guy, he's really good. Okay, he's really good. That guy's not as good as this guy. So you stay over here all day. Try and take advantage of that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. You don't want to put your not as good pass rusher on their best lineman. You're not going to get home. So you need to be on their best lineman. If you know you're getting doubled anyway, you stay here. Let him, let everybody else got to win at that point. But then you start grabbing guys, let guys come free. And then once guys start coming free all over, now they say, all right, we got to stay even yep. because we don't know where guys are coming from. Then that's
3: where you start eating. And that's where you got to have a plan. You got to know what you're going to face that day. Gerald, you mentioned it earlier. No quarterback likes pressure right in their face. But I'm going to ask you this one. How do you rush a Lamar Jackson? How do you rush a Kyler Murray? Because these guys, when they decide in their head that they're going to run, they're different. They're real runners with the football. They're not like the Russell Wilsons mm-hmm. or possibly Aaron Rodgers, who you know they're constantly keeping their eyes downfield to throw the football. When Lamar puts the puts his, you know, puts his foot in the ground to run, he's a runner. He's probably the most dynamic running back when he decides to run in the National Football League. So how does a defensive tackle, how do you rush a guy like that? Because that guy can make you look silly. <laughs> well, when you rush
4: a Lamar Jackson, you can't use most of your edge rushes that you usually use because if you're on the edge, mm-hmm. right, usually you get in a field and you're turning the corner. What does that open up? The middle. Escape, escape lane. Yep. It gives him a lane, right? So what you do is you pack the middle. You push the pile backwards so he doesn't have a step up, slide, spin out, all of that. In the middle, that's what you have to do. You have to push the middle and pack the middle. If you start mm-hmm. getting on edges, even if you have a guy to balance the A-gap, if your other d wins in the B, there's still that open A. But if mm. everybody is bull rushing and pushing backwards, make a wall right here. So the only thing he can do is spin out. I mm. had the luxury of uh, rushing against Cam Newton for years. Mm. How was that like? Yeah, what was that like? See, the difference (laughs) with Cam Newton is Cam Newton is my size, and he's doing what Lamar. (laughs) So (laughs) that's where you in trouble. But you got to pack the middle. And Cam, when Cam first stepped in the league, what was he great at? He would run this way, step, and spin out. The same thing Russ do. That Russ move. Yep. Go this way, jab, make you think going that way and spin out. Now your DN's coming to play. You cannot run past the quarterback on this. You have to get even and start pushing or spin back. Once you get past quarterback, spin back. Once you get level, start to collapse the pocket. And that's the only way you can, a guy like that. And then if he get out at that point, it's like, all right, man, he's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, when Jordan would get 50, it's like, yeah, oh, we, tried you to do
5: that. <laughs> we tried it. Just didn't
4: work. <laughs> we yeah. <laughs> tried it. Okay, we doubled him. We pushed him over here. We made him do, we we tried it. He got 60. What do you want me to do? That's
5: right. But you have to have at least some type of player, you know? you you played some great quarterbacks and smart quarterbacks. Did you, was there a guy that you really enjoyed sacking just from the standpoint that you knew, okay, this is a smart guy. So getting to him is going to be tougher. So it's just, it's sweeter when you get home to a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or a Matt Ryan. Yeah, my, my, uh, well, you have your goals.
4: You want to get to these certain guys, but you see that these guys may get sacked more than other guys. Um, Like Aaron Rodgers, he's my favorite player. So when I sacked him, it was like, yes, you know, it's just. (laughs) But when you get to Drew Brees, who barely gets touched, not sacked, he barely gets touched because he gets the ball out so fast. That you kind of, you really relish on that one. But mine was getting to Tom Brady. Cause you, everybody's heard the sound bite or the clip where, uh, Joey Bosa was like, man, this guy gets the ball out so fast. Yep. Stop throwing the fast. Oh, you know? So when you get a chance to get to a guy like him, which I was blessed enough to do, you're like, man, that wasn't easy. But you know, yeah, I, did <laughs> <laughs> I did it, you know, <laughs> and you take, I mean, you, you cherish those moments. Like I remember, um, I played against Pey Manning my third year, mm-hmm. and this is his first year in Denver. It was like, I was beating my guy so fast, but you get there and he's already running to the ball because he didn't got it out. So he's like, man, forget this. I'm going to just get my hands up.
3: Joe, I'm sorry, man. I was so excited when we first started this particular podcast, man. I wanted to get into how you rush the passer and things like that. I I didn't get your locker room story, bro. We always start the show with a great locker room story. I'm sure you got one for us. Listen,
4: man, I got a locker room story. I was a rookie, and the crazy thing is this happened with somebody I had been knowing for years. Davin Joseph, he was a first-round uh, offensive yep. guard out of Oklahoma. Yep. He had been to Pro Bowl two or three times for Tampa, and uh, he had been coming back to the school. I've been knowing him for years. While I get drafted, he calls me. We've been talking. He's schooling me on different things or whatever. Our first OTA practice, we're in the locker room, and he's walking out. And I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. I don't know what to expect. And yeah. he comes and he taps me on the shoulder, just like this. Big old hands. I mean, hands. Big old hands. Like this is my hand. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? If yeah, this right is My that. hand. His hand is like way up here. Okay? <laughs> taps you on the shoulder. He says, "Hey, I just want to tell you, whatever happens out there, don't take it personal."
3: And he walked oh, off. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Oh man. Uh oh. <laughs>
0: <Uh-oh.
3: Uh-oh. laughs> Hey, yo, I know it. We came out together. Yeah, we trained together. And, I know exactly what you talking people,
4: about. Like, he's the nicest dude you ever meet. Yes, he is. Big smile, but he, he's a finisher. So he gonna grab you, gonna push you to the ground. He gonna shake you a little bit and all that. That's just <laughs> how he plays the game. And he <laughs> had to let me know if this happens
3: today. Don't worry about it. We're still <laughs> friends. Versus. We're still homies. This We're is just, homies. It's it's just who I am, big dog. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Man, that's one of my favorite stories I tell rookies that all the time. Like, listen, don't feel bad. This is what I was told.
3: yeah man well Gerald man thank you for coming by the locker room today man we definitely love your your energy your perspective and good luck in 2021 man I know you're gonna be out on the field trying to chase that championship again great perspective and that'll do it for this week's episode of total access the locker room for more insight with the locker room point of view check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and
0: Friday on Apple and Spotify you go into your shower feeling tired.